0: You know how sometimes you'll be working on something, an idea will pop into your head, and you take off down a rabbit hole, come out in an entirely different spot because of a little part of the project you were working on. Well that's what happened to me and I'm going to tell you all about it right after we play the music. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Bateman, part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training, and we are located in the Medford White City area of Southern Oregon. Hope to have an opportunity to see you again out at the range real soon. Well, it is Memorial Day 2023, and it just happens to be on a Monday, but the direction I was going to take initially was uh, to talk to you about road ID and health and preparation because that's what we talk about on this program, health and preparation and being prepared for disasters or emergencies. It doesn't have to be a a huge 7.5 earthquake, it can just be uh, something that really impacts your life and being prepared is going to help you get through it that's where this thing started. There's a product called Road ID. Now this is very similar to a number of other products known as like MedicAlert, MedicAlert bracelets, those little uh, things, the bracelet that a person will wear and it has a caduceus, the medical symbol on it, and if you're diabetic or if you have a heart problem it has an inscription that physicians can call and get your exact information. And if you happen to have a problem on the street or at work and they don't know that Bill's a diabetic, they think he's just drunk coming back from lunch, they can check the ID and say, oh my gosh, uh, it's a glucose problem, it's a diabetes problem. I was going to talk to you all about Road ID because that's the one I use. I used to ride bicycles, go on the 50, 75, 100 mile bike rides and I'll tell you when you're 75 miles out and things get a little fuzzy, it's good that somebody knows what the problem is. These things are like $19 a year and you put them on and they engrave them and then you fill in your medical information. A paramedic, a first responder can call this number and they'll know all the medications you're on, who to call, uh, All the little special things that you should know when a person goes to the hospital, what their insurance is, what they're allergic to. That can really be important. I am diabetic, but I do not use insulin. Uh, Don't give insulin to someone who doesn't need it. You'll kill them. So this is really good stuff. One of the key points, I don't have a little bracelet. I've never been a big jewelry man, so I have dog tags. Yep, you got it. The dog tags, like you used to wear in the military, they even have the little notch out of the tag, and if you don't know what that is, ask a veteran. And it was looking at those dog tags that kind of kicked me down this other little path we're taking today. It is Memorial Day today, a day that we honor those killed in battle, Uh, and this is uh, an important holiday. It has got an interesting history and I think part of surviving getting prepared is to understand how we got to where we are today. Looking at some of the roots what makes this country what it is and helps us show it what it can be. Uh, The first commemorative Memorial Day events weren't held in the United States until late in the 19th century. However, this practice of honoring those fallen in battle goes back thousands of years. The Greeks and Romans also had festivals for loved ones, and one of the earliest was known for in 431 delivered by a famous Athenian statesman Pericles, who delivered a oration praising the sacrifice and valor of those killed in the Peloponnesian War, a speech some people have compared in tone to Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. In case you haven't picked up on it by now, I'm a former history teacher, so uh, (laughs) I've got the goods for you. The earliest commemorations, and this is fascinating, the earliest commemoration of Memorial Day was organized by recently freed African Americans. You see, as the Civil War was ending uh, ending its run, thousands of Union soldiers were held as POWs and were herded into a series of hastily assembled camps in Charleston, South Carolina. Now, conditions at the camp, a former racetrack near the city's Citadel, were so bad more than 250 prisoners died from disease and exposure and were buried in a mass grave behind the track's grandstand. On May 1, 1865, more than 1,000 people recently freed from slavery, who were accompanied by regiments of the U.S. colored troops, including the famed Massachusetts 54th Infantry and a handful of white local people from Charleston, gathered in the camp to concentrate a new proper burial site for those Union dead. The group sang hymns, gave readings, and distributed flowers around the cemetery which they dedicated to the martyrs of the race course. In May of 1868, General John A. Logan, the Commander-in-Chief of the Union Veterans Group known as the Grand Army of the Republic, issued a decree that on May 30th we would have a nationwide day of commemoration for the more than 620,000 soldiers who were killed in the Civil War According to the legend, Logan chose May 30th because it was a rare day that didn't fall on the anniversary of a battle someplace, although some historians believe the date was selected to ensure that flowers across the country would be in full bloom. Well, it's interesting. There were many earlier commemorations all over America, both in the North and the South, but Decoration Day, as we called it, didn't become a federal holiday until 1971. The first year, more than 27 states held some sort of ceremony with lots of people in attendance at Arlington's National Cemetery. More than 50 years, it was used to commemorate those just killed in the Civil War, not any other American conflict, and it wasn't until we, America, got into World War I that it was expanded to include all of those killed in all wars and it was America's involvement in the Vietnam War in 1970 that kicked it into national prominence. Now, one other thing that is kind of interesting, it's been May 30th for a while and then, boom, they moved it to a Monday, the last Monday in May, and people have been fighting about that ever since. They say it's not just another Monday holiday, it's honoring the fallen dead. Now. More than 20 places claim to be the holiday's birthplace, and the list is long and uh, the list is long and varied through the North and the South. Memorial Day, however, received the official seal of approval from the government in 1966 in Waterloo, New York. That's when they shuttered their businesses and took to the street for the first of many continuous community celebrations. One thing I've always been curious about is where the red poppy came from. I don't know if you've run across it today. Often you'll find veterans groups uh, selling, uh, giving away red poppies, and you'll take a donation for the cause. And in fact, it began in 1915. Bright red flowers popped up on a battlefield in Flanders, which is actually Belgium, and northern France, and they wrote a poem about it, uh, the soldiers f- sleeping under the the red poppies of Flanders Field, and the poppy, as a result, remains a symbol of remembrance to this very day. So that's what we look at. Uh, I was researching this, and I looked, and I found that uh, <laughs> top, top ten reasons you should... Uh, not do certain things. For example, you don't wish anyone a happy Memorial Day. This is not Christmas. This is not somebody's birthday. It's not founded with the joy of bringing glee. It establishes a way for the country to set aside time to honor the troops for those who had given their life in service. And while we should always respect our current troops, uh, don't thank them just because it's Memorial Day. They deserve gratitude and respect every day of the year, but this is set aside specifically for America's fallen warriors from every war. Don't disregard its importance. Don't forget it exist. In fact, it is not another Monday holiday. And don't let politics, and I found this uh, particularly important, especially in our current situation, don't let politics keep you from rendering respect. Even if you don't agree with the ideas of the war or the reasons that America has gone to war or the policies of a particular president, people have defended the people, you and I, for over 200 years. And while it's your right to disagree with the reasons, don't disrespect the men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Alright. Had to get that off my chest. It is uh, the school teacher in me. A lot of people. I heard somebody at the supermarket saying Memorial Day. Yeah, that's the day we all have hamburgers. Well, I think hamburgers are great, but you should know why. And we should know the importance. And then it goes back. Pericles. And if you got a little free time, look him up. He was an interesting dude. (laughs) Okay. Enough of that. Let's continue to look at what's going on at Refuse to be a Victim. I had the opportunity to go through a tactical class, an advanced tactical class, I believe two weeks ago with Phil and a group of students on the weekend, and I'd forgotten quite honestly how good that class is. My goodness, it is an opportunity for those with advanced skills and I do have to say it is people with advanced shooting skill levels. You're going to be doing a number of advanced techniques so if you are not quite ready get some other classes, get some other practical real-life skills and then come join us because it is really worthwhile. It's uh, It's something we have a lot of interest in. A lot of people want to have it and I'm glad to see we're doing it again. Uh, We also have the Concealed Carry Mastery class happening. You get your Concealed Carry Permit then what? Well, there's a lot of foundational skills you need to advance beyond just getting your permit. Uh, selecting a holster, how to draw, how to avoid problems, situational awareness, which is something you should have at all times. The awareness that uh, you are responsible for everything that happens when that bullet leaves a barrel. If you have to fire, doesn't hit the target, If it goes beyond the target, what's that? Does it hit the target? If it goes beyond the target, what's behind that target? It's your responsibility. Look at the laws. Look at the uh, regulations. The thought patterns. The preparation. It's a great class. I've taken it. I think it's something everybody, you get your concealed carry, you should indeed get the concealed carry mastery class. Our June and July concealed carry classes are open. That's right. They are a full day. Not 15, 20 minutes in the back of a shop somewhere. These are a full day's classes. Uh, June 10th is the next one. They are the second Saturday of each month. Six hours. You've got both the law, situational awareness, self-protection avoidance, and live fire on the range. I have talked to Everybody comes through the gate at the range who's taken one of those classes and said, Boy, that live fire was the best thing I've ever done. And you can even get the add on Arizona certification, fingerprinting, and paperwork to get you started on your Arizona concealed carry because that's going to give you some uh, additional reciprocity. Yes, in other states you've got this. You may or may not have reciprocity depending on the current law, but with this Arizona permit you can carry in 32 other states. So June 10th for your concealed carry, and then again on July 8th that is again the second Saturday in July. So if you're thinking of a concealed carry class, absolutely we want to see you. And as I mentioned because it's kinda new and not everybody is aware, uh, new shooters, first gun classes, a brand new class. Now while the concealed carriers, those classes are offered on specific days and times you can pretty well get a new shooter class uh, with like 24 to 48 hours uh, preparation. This is for either brand new, you just purchased a gun, now what or if you have not even handled a gun you're thinking of buying a gun what should you look for what should you i love to tell the story of the little tiny lady who wanted a big gun she had a she had to have a big gun and this clown at a store whose name i will not uh i will not mention gave her like a dirty harry she couldn't hold it with both hands that is so 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 wrong. You have to be able to control your firearm and to do that, I think, is a step just right over the line. And I told them so and they now have a picture of me in that store with a line through it and I'm proud of it. If you have not experienced firearms and you'd like to learn correctly, please come and see us. We have a great little class for that. Let's take a look at some uh, identification. Somebody who can speak for you when you can't the road ID, or a medical alert bracelet, or some form of digital and physical, the dog tags with your name, address, and some contact information to put that medical information in the hands of first responders is important. Also a card in your wallet if that neck chain gets pulled off, a piece of paper in plastic with names, information, medical information. I had an opportunity to help a resident in uh the apartment complex we used to live in. I was out putting stuff in the trunk. I heard somebody yelling for help. First thing you do, of course, you call 911. And they're reaching for their pocket and I said, "What's this?" and they had a piece of paper. And it had information. Hi, my name is. An emergency call. Don't give this, don't give that. I am so so many years old I'm allergic to that and we had the paramedics ready to rock and roll when they arrived and that person got to the hospital and they got home safely. So those are the things you need to do to help others do the best they can for you. Okay, there'll be a quiz next week uh, we're going to cover chapter 5 on <laughs> the history of Decoration Day or Memorial Day, as we call it now. And uh, you got to have at least a 75, or I'll keep doing historical stuff. <laughs> I want to also request that everybody follow us wherever you listen to us online. Uh, Apple Podcast has an opportunity. You can click and follow us. That way you'll always know when another one comes on. You can forward this and share it with your friends, even if they're not history buffs, uh, being available for the next round of fun stuff is really in your best interest. Alright, thanks for coming by. Be safe. We'll see you at the range. The preceding was a presentation of Retired Guy Productions.